Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi-ho! Welcome to Making a Disney Fan. I am your host, Zachary Heft, and here with me I have my good friends Brandon Case and Sarah Rowe. Hello, hello. Hey. Alright, so this is our episode zero of, for our podcast, where we talk about what this podcast is, who we are, and how we're going to go about doing things. So... About myself, I am an enormous Disney fan, have been ever since I was three years old, watching Fantasia on repeat with my twin brother. Wait, you're a Disney fan? Oh, yes. Yes, I am very much a Disney fan. It is a well-known fact. I have a tattoo. I only, (laughs) I only, I have two tattoos and both of them are Disney and that's pretty much all I plan on getting for tattoos if I get more. What are they? I have Stitch and Quasimodo. Cool. All right. So, I enjoy Disney. It's one of those main things that I talk about incessantly to the point that people get annoyed with me. Yeah, that's one of those big things about who I am. And that's why I want to do a Disney podcast with my two friends here. Yeah. One of my friends that I have sitting in this room with me is Brandon Case. Hello. I have known him since university and booth uc yeah booth university college represent yeah talk to voice what up (laughs) and the very first day with the dormitories where we got introduced i saw his captain america tattoo and i immediately started talking and we really didn't know how to shut up next to each other my favorite thing about that was actually the fact that you weren't sitting beside me you were on the other side of someone else and they decided to move because we were talking too much. Very good introduction. I think one of my best introduction stories with it's, a person. It's a perfect meet cute. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the other best story of how much we like to talk to each other is the, is the one time we stayed up just talking until 4 o'clock in the morning. Just talking. We, I wasn't even sitting. I was standing and talking nonstop with you until 4 in the morning because that's how much we get along. That's true. And, like, the worst part about that was is I'd actually just gotten back to Booth. So I'd been on a bus for, like, 16 hours beforehand and still stayed up all night to chill. Oh, you guys are so cute together. I do not remember that fact, but, oh, yes. (laughs) So, now, Brandon, tell me about how you are a Disney fan. See, that's the thing. I'm not. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one that isn't, yeah. to be real. And to clarify, I saw the ones when I was a kid. You sure. watched them all. We had them all in those VHS with the, the white plastic cases. The you know? clamshell cases. The clamshell cases. <laughs> I really liked Alice in Wonderland when I was a kid. I can't say I've seen it since I was like four, maybe. But no, I'm, I'm not a Disney fan. I actually, at a, working at a summer camp, I got recommended to sing a duet with another counselor from Mulan. I had no idea what that song was. I had only seen Mulan once, and I still think I've only seen Mulan once in my life. But 
I like movies, though. <laughs> I like movies. Yes. Um, Your tattoos signify a good variation of movies. Yes, yeah. I, uh, I even have an Academy Award on my arm. I thought that was important. I went down to L.A. to see Hollywood. And uh, I felt like I needed to leave with an Oscar. Otherwise, what what's the, the point, point of going to Hollywood if you exactly. don't get an Oscar? Um, but yeah, I'm a movie guy. I'll watch anything, even Disney. Uh, I might criticize it a bit. But, <laughs> you know, I'm mostly a fan of horror. That was something my mom taught me when I was young. So if you ever want to start a horror podcast, these are not the people to ask. <laughs> All right. So my other co-host here is my friend Sarah. And she's coming to us from Saskatoon. Hello. I don't know if you guys actually said, where are you? Ah, we are currently in Winnipeg. Yeah. See, the, the point is no one wants to actually admit that they're from Winnipeg. <laughs> you know, I loved Winnipeg when I was there. I don't think oh, there's Oh, me too, wrong. until until this time around. <laughs> I liked it in college. I don't like it now. Oh, you had dorm life when you were in college. Yeah. So, Sarah, how do you know us? Okay, uh, well, first of all, I, like Brandon had said, am also a Disney fan. Always been a Disney fan, long as I can remember. Uh, if you find me at karaoke, which you may, likely singing a Disney song, and now introducing my daughter to all the movies, um, especially, apparently, Moana and Encanto, because that's all she wants to watch. So that's my life these days. But I have known Brandon for a very long time. We worked at camp together, I think, as far back as 2009 or 2010, something like that. Uh, I think 2009 was my first year. Okay, so 2009, we go way, way back. We were both counselors. And then I met Zach at uh, the same time that they, Brandon and Zach met each other because we all went to the same university. And Zach was always one of my best pals. And... Brandon brought me into the crew when I started living in residence, so we all just got to be buds together. We had a pretty good crew, actually. In yeah, college. that was that was a really good time. Yeah, it yeah. was. Especially with the random movie nights, Smash Bros tournament, and the absolute pinnacle of our social gatherings, the Academy Award party that we hosted. Yeah, yeah. Zach and I would host our big Oscar parties. Brandon beat me from provinces away, you know? Not my fondest memory, but, you know, it, it was good. It was fun. <laughs> if we ever do another Oscar pool, you can get another chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is a little bit less versed now than he was back then. That is true. So am actually. I. Someone could beat me this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah, have not got a chance to see all the, all the nominees this year. I've Such seen one. Such is the nature so... of growing up and having <laughs> responsibilities. Yeah. Which one have you seen? Don't look up. Don't look up. I saw that. That was a good one, too. Yeah, we saw Dune together. Dune was oh, okay. good. I saw The Power of the Dog, which is probably going to win. Yeah. But it's, it's so oscar Beatty. It was so oscar Beatty. It was just boring to me, to be honest. Mm. It did, like, I'll admit, the next day I did have a, like, I was thinking about it all day, and I was like, whoa, the ending is totally different than I thought. And, mm. like, so it did make me think, but, like, I was so bored for the two hours of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I will see West Side Story because I love a musical, but I'm just waiting for it to come on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Anyway, that is the nature of our tangents that we, that we do with this kind of group. We just go on and on about current Academy Award winners. Yeah. That's just the nature of who we are and what we do. So, the purpose of this podcast is to 
dole out our deepest appreciation of all things Disney, at least for me and Sarah. The secondary purpose is implied in the title of our podcast, which is Making a Disney Fan. So we're going to be trying to convert Brandon to be as much of a Disney fan as Sarah and myself. It is going to be a challenge, and we will do this for as long as it takes. Or as many movies as exist. Yeah. <laughs> which can be a lot. I, if, if we run out of animated ones, I will find the other animated ones, or we'll throw in Mary Poppins just for... for for crap and giggles. Do you do you know how many animated movies Disney has off the hand? Uh, there's 60 films with the official list of Disney animated features. This is not including Pixar. Okay. Just because the fact that Encanto, when it was released, it was released under the big moniker of saying 60th animated feature, hmm. whereas they did it previously beforehand with Tangled, saying that that one was the 50th. So, okay. going up to the 60th now with Encanto. Is that the only reason you know that? Or do you just genuinely know how many Disney movies there are off Oh, believe me, I could <laughs> probably list them off almost in order by memory if, you, if I was given a bit of time. But I don't think we want to do that right now. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be really, really good times. All right, so now I'm just going to ask, what is our absolute favorite Disney animated feature, Disney or Pixar. Um, now, myself, my favorite is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. That one has been my favorite, even when I was seven and couldn't think as complexly as I do, you know, with a university degree now, with studying film and things like that. But even back then, I knew that that film was just like, Amazing! I love the music. I love the stories and characters. But then I look at it now that I'm a you know, quote unquote, a grown up. That film is just mind blowing. I mean, who would have thought to take a Victor Hugo novel and make it into a Disney animated feature? I don't know who that person was, but they deserve a raise. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Zach. I honestly thought the answer was gonna be Fantasia. Fantasia is a beautiful and magnificent movie, but as far as the movie that I rewatched, the movie that I listened to, the soundtrack, and that I love the the deepest, the deep meanings and social implications and characters, Hunchback is top of the pile. Cool. All right, and Sarah, what is your favorite? Well... It varies um, throughout my life. It depends on where I'm at, what I'm into, stuff like that. I have always had a soft spot for Pocahontas. Um, the music of Pocahontas especially, I think, is really beautiful. The imagery in the movie is just amazing. So I really love that. But like, if we're going more like modern day, I love a good Tangled. I think that one's pretty entertaining. I try to get my daughter to watch that all the time. She doesn't want to. She wants to keep watching Moana, but I'll watch Tangled any day, with or without her. I really like Tangled, actually. When I, I've only seen it the once. I saw it in theaters when I was working at a movie theater. Uh, I thought it was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. I only watched it to impress a girl at the time, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Zachary Levi's comedic timing is spot on. He's the Shazam guy, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he is good. He is good. He is quite good. And, uh, you know, 
He's not bad to look at. I know we don't see him in the movie, but it's worth mentioning. You know? He looks kind of similar to Flynn Rider, if you think yeah. about it. So, in a way, yeah. So, in a way, you see him. You kind of feel like it's him. Yeah. Okay. So, now, a little bit of how this show is going to work. You've already kind of branched into it a little bit just with who we are, and we're going to be trying to convert Brandon. So, each episode, we are going to be talking about a different Disney or Pixar film. How do we choose, Zach? <laughs> now, to pick these films, I have developed a specific algorithm, which is to say I have listed them all out in a special order. So, we're going to be going in certain categories. First, we're going to be doing a classic film, and then we're going to switch over to a modern film, and then we're going to switch over to a Pixar film. And then we're going to circle back. So for a classic film, we will be beginning with the original Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. For a modern film, we will begin with The Little Mermaid. And for Pixar film, we will begin with Toy Story. And then after that, each of those categories will commence chronologically. So classics will begin with Snow White and end with Oliver and Company, all the way up to 1988. Then m the modern era will, come, will begin with The Little Mermaid and continue on to the present day Encanto. Then Pixar will be doing the same thing, beginning with Toy Story and then ending with the most current film, Turning Red, which is coming out in a week from recording this. Okay, then, so the way that this is also going to work is that since Brandon is going to be experiencing a number of these movies for the first time as an adult, uh, he will be hosting the, the segment of this podcast called Newbie Recap. So he'll be running through the plot and some fun moments and stuff like that as he has picked up on them with his first adult viewing. Then we will go into the segment that I like to call Deep Dive Disney, where I like to go deep into the background history of the film, the sort of social context of the time period that the movie came out, and some basic history of the film. Then, afterwards, we'll have fun facts and trivia. What is that going to be like? Well, I'm going to do some digging and find out what interesting things I can learn about each movie. Uh, cast, maybe, or... Funny stories from the set if they've shared them online. Uh, interesting facts about what their their scenery was based on. Just whatever I can find, basically, and we'll uh, dig into it and see what fun stuff we can learn. Cool, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. And then to sum everything up, we'll have our summary and conclusion, which includes our favorite moment slash least favorite moment, favorite musical moment, as in favorite song. Or with a number of these movies that don't have songs, what's like a good moment in the score or, or yeah, like a musical moment that's just really resonates with you in, the, in that as you view that film. Then we'll cap everything off with final thoughts and a letter grade. So each of us will give it a ranking between either an F all the way up to A+. And that is how we will do our podcast. Uh, so now we are going to be doing a live viewing of a Disney short that I enjoyed from my childhood called Lambert the Sheepish Lion. 
a classic Disney short from 1952. Now, I remember this movie when it was on a VHS filled with a bunch of other Disney shorts, and it made me laugh a lot. So, we will be watching this and having a good time. Let's get into it. The following is a live recording of a conversation held during our screening of Lambert the Sheepish Lion. We are unable to provide audio at this time. While this may seem like a strange choice, it is important to note that this would be the first film screening for us three as friends in nearly a decade. Oh, those classic opening slides. This is like my favorite thing about watching a classic classic movies is the like the the intro 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 credits credits. yeah like they don't do intro credits anymore yeah Yeah, like 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 you were saying with uh west side story like we were talking about that with west side story they had like a big intro yeah oh sterling holloway big disney guy what else do you do um winnie the pooh oh okay yeah the classics have such beautiful artwork i agree oh yeah i think this one got must have gotten... Uh, is this a remaster? It must be a remastered. I don't know. Even like even considering a remaster, like the original art would have looked pretty. Like You don't change things with a remaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, the animation is a little... like You can tell it's older, but the backdrops are just artwork. Oh, yeah. Love They're not Disney an animated back- thing, backgrounds. and it's beautiful. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's something you lose in modern Disney, yeah. eh? Like, you don't actually think about that, but you don't yeah. get backdrops yeah. in today's Disney. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, you got the Ooh. classic stork. Oh, poor mom. Of course. Poor. That the is where getting, babies come from, yeah. after all. The mom didn't get a lion or a sheep? She, yeah, she didn't get a sheep. Man, yeah. that's so sad. And, oh. Nope, that is not a lamb. Man, he really reminds me of Prince John. Oh yeah, Prince yeah. John. Oh, and this is like two decades before Robin Hood too. That's it. I'm calling that head cannon now. This, yeah, this guy's Prince John. Oh yeah, this 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 lion is Prince John. <laughs> I mean, it's more appropriate for this. Yeah. Yeah. More appropriate for this one to be a thumb sucker than the real. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. They're so cute. Oh, he's got to do some flying. Hmm. Why doesn't he just walk around them? That's true, yeah. Yo. Can't do that. He doesn't he doesn't look like a vicious little brute to me. She looks a lot more vicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let the mom have anything she wants. Yep. Yeah, just the delivery service. Cause that's definitely where babies come from. Well they go, they get delivered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, the cute little hiccup the do lion had. Do lions meow like cats when they're young, or do they always have a roar? I honestly don't know. Huh. I think it's like a oh. a little hoarser roar. I think the Lion King might actually not be too far off. Oh, okay. Now you got a cute little Disney song. They're so mean. This is like a Rudolph story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the—it's almost like an ugly, du- ugly duckling yeah. kind of thing. What does this guy ever do yeah. except be a lion? Yeah. Well, he's just not a sheep. He's just not a sheep. Oh man, that lamb doesn't know what he's messing with. He's gonna get messed mm. up. <laughs> Poor guy. 
This song's definitely going to be running in my head on repeat. Oh, oh it's a wonderful song. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Aww. little kitty. Oh, you... I'm proud, Mom. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Isn't he huge? He looks so dopey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sheepish grin. <laughs> That's good. Why do they always give that cartoon is a very wolves skinny like wolf. alligator mouths? Like they, Just, there ain't no wolf in the world yeah. that 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 long. <laughs> Just makes it yeah. that much more terrifying. Yes. <laughs> Although, that isn't Scared Wolf. Yeah. Well, they actually reused that animation from a previous short called Peter and the Wolf. Oh, yeah. I know Peter and the Wolf. I've never seen it, but I know it. Oh, I love Peter and the Wolf. Me too. Go help your mom. Lambert! Hmm? Yeah. Lambert! Lambert! I don't... It sounds like... I've um, never seen a sheep run, but could they outrun a wolf? Reverend Lovejoy's I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that wolf's in for it. Are they gonna shut? He's gonna kill that wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Just head, head butts, and then you got the goofy scream. Okay. <laughs> oh, they love him yeah, now. They love him. <laughs> it's like a yeah. It's like Rudolph. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like a Rudolph moment. Like, oh, we all love him <laughs> they now. They only like him when he's of use to the community. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's pretty realistic. Uh, wait for the final thing. You can definitely hear the Winnie the Pooh now. Yeah, Sterling Holloway is used for <laughs> a number of mo- Disney movies. Mm-hmm. He is one of the go-tos. It's not bad. It wasn't bad. That was... I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> it was cute, but it's a it's a short animated feature. <laughs> it's, it's a... But it's it's... Probably way up there is one of my favorite Disney shorts. That's fair. Like, I would probably put Peter and the mm. Wolf slightly higher. Mm. But when, when did they start making shorts? Well, that's oh, how they yeah. began. With Lambert and the Sheep is Lion? No, no, no. The, the, the Disney company began with making shorts. Well, they just so didn't that... really stop. Disney himself won a, a number of, his, of the Oscars. You know, he's got more than he had more than 20 yeah. Oscars to his name and a number of them were for best animated short yeah. short subject because they didn't have a full length animated feature academy award until the year 2000 that's true it's kind of amazing that like disney gets praised all like so much throughout the years and they still don't give that category till the dreamworks film takes it well <laughs> i think the origin of the of that one came from the snubbing of of Chicken Run. Yes, it did actually. Chicken Run is that Disney? No, that one was DreamWorks as well. DreamWorks the claim, as well. claymation DreamWorks. That one was good. Such they're a classic. Another one, eh? <gasps> really? I did not know that. Yeah, they're making another Chicken Run. Yeah. So that film, yeah, I remember this one from my VHS days when I so for Lambert the Sheepish Lion. I remember this one from my VHS days where my parents had like a compilation VHS. For, um, yeah, a number of Disney shorts, and then I remember with my Disney 
collections when I moved out and stuff, uh, they released Lambert in uh, as a bonus feature on the Fox and the Hound, and I see it on the back cover of it. I'm just like, what? Lambert is on this? That is awesome! And then now we have Disney Plus, so people won't know the struggle of trying to find these old Disney shorts that nobody ha- knew about. I never watched the shorts. The only shorts I ever knew of is there. What it's one. We had a VHS when I was younger. It had three shorts on it, and the middle one was Ichabod Crane. And like had the, uh, the original one for mm. that VHS was The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Mm. And that is part of a dark World War II era. Another classic. Of package films. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you tell me about that. Yeah, the, the package films are a unique period in Disney films. And unfortunately, I think we'll be skipping over those at least for a brief moment. Like when we are doing our podcast, because I want Brandon to be a Disney fan, and <laughs> some of these, yeah, the package films are an interesting era, to say the least. That's fair. Sarah, do you remember the sheep? <laughs> or did you like? Did you watch the sheep one? That's a nice way to put it. As a kid, did you watch Lambert the Sheepish Lion when you were a kid, Sarah? It was definitely familiar to me. Yeah, I'd never seen it before in my life. That's totally new to me, that one. And what did you think of this one? It's cute. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, to- <laughs> yeah. it's totally like an ugly duckling Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer kind of movie. Yeah. Or kind of, kind of short subject. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, like, even something, like, very dated like that has, like, so many social commentaries mm-hmm. to it yeah, like kind of crazy yeah we don't get liked by the other people around us yeah. unless we're of use to them yeah. like and people who are different very much are discriminated against so mm-hmm. well, you can learn a lot from a little tiny disney short <laughs> <laughs> so that has been our episode zero this has been fun i have been zach ttfn tata for now good night and have a pleasant tomorrow and just keep swimming Thanks for listening to this episode of Making a Disney Fan. All of our artwork is created by Becca Riley. You can go find her on Instagram at Becca Riley Art, spelled B E C C A R E I L L Y Art. Our theme song was written and performed by Marcus Beveridge. You can listen to more of his music on Instagram at marcus.and.sarah.music, performing alongside me, your favorite Making a Disney Fan lady. We hope you'll come back for our next episode soon. Thank you for listening to Making a Disney Fan. We hope to see you next time. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow.